podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 54. This week we are joined by Skinny to talk about uh, Tiger Woods just a little bit, Oklahoma City bombing, and then his story on how he made it into the military. And then we're joined by Bradster X, uh, or Brad as we can call him, either way. Um, we do a music talk. Basically, uh, he's a rapper, so we talk a lot about his music influences and then how long he's been rapping and stuff like that we talk about eminem uh sound click stealing beats uh podcast broken record metal music bad trip stories and then bad trip the song so uh thanks for checking it out and uh let everyone know and tell them it's awesome What up? We are joined by Skinny. What up? What up? All right. And the first thing I need to get to uh, before I forget, because that'll probably would have happened, is our patrons. So that is my mother, Snappy, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, Hurricane Haynes. So there you go. That's my four uh, good old patrons right now <laughs> that get shouted out. Anyone else, go to patreon.com slash podcast mo. You could uh, be on the level to get shouted out, or even if it was just a dollar level, you know, you can still get access to shows early, uh, music episodes early. The last one got out way early, so um, I think it's worth it. But anyway, check it out. Um, all right, man, on this episode coming up later, uh, Brad Sirex will be on. That's what's up, man. So we're going to try to keep these artist interviews going. Yeah, the first one sounded pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like um, it's going to be the key to the growth of the podcast. Yeah, it gave you the, like, the insight of the artist, and you get to see them. Then you get to see a deeper side of their music inside of what they're talking about on their on their personal level. Right. So I think it'll. I think it's going to be good. Now, Arawadi was really good, um, I think, for a first one. Me and him bobbed very well. Um which is great because I know how it's going to go. Uh, Brad Sturex, you know, me and him are like the same age. We got along well as well. Um, I'm I'm still nervous about the one person that wants to be on and they're just like a dick or they think their music's great. So that's why I want to talk about or something. Where I'm like, <laughs> I feel like for a podcast, you got to just show off your personality and it's got to be more about that than yeah. necessarily you showing off your music. You know, when someone comes on Joe Rogan, I'll say I'm Joe Rogan. Uh, they're not like, well, let me tell you about my movie for yeah. two fucking hours. You know, yeah, they I talk about mean, just giving it like a reference. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, you talk about some <laughs> other shit. So I just hope the others go as well. So far, we're starting off good. So yeah. Um, one thing that broke when I was talking to Powell on last week's episode is Tiger Woods won the Masters, and I didn't really <laughs> brought that up or anything. Um, it was fucking crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I think it's crazy because at least me, I always expected it was going to happen. I understand everyone shows the experts on tv being like he'll never do it again blah 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 but i think the casual fan always is like yeah but he'll come back it's gonna happen though <laughs> you know like we just all expected it to happen so i think that's why everyone freaked out so much on the internet because they're like oh my god it really did i didn't really care but that's pretty cool though <laughs> i mean people fucking loved tiger woods when i was a kid yeah uh, that was he was a big fucking deal and also yeah, a lot of my I friends golfed 
and I didn't. I, I tried. watching the Tiger Woods story. They watched that movie on Lifetime. <laughs> see the fucking Bob Barker clip of him going on the process route as like a four-year-old. You're like, man, fucking Tiger Woods. Um, so anyway, that was cool shit. Um, see if there's anything else I need to bring up before we get into some of your random shit. Oh, mm-hmm. today I saw a girl on, uh, I guess today's like the whatever anniversary of the Oklahoma City's bombing, you know? Yes. Um, so... A lot of people that listen to us aren't from Oklahoma. Uh, we had like this crazy bombing back in like 1995, and uh, memorial bombing. Yeah, and it was a big deal, and it's like real sad. And we all had to go to the fucking memorial museum like a million times on field trips. And you're like, oh, okay, we get it, we know. Like, anyway, the reason I'm bringing it up is there was this girl in my class, and I was in had to be kindergarten or first grade. I could really do the math. But I think it was first grade, 1995 for me. And she wrote this huge post. And then put, but she started off when I was in fifth grade. And mm-hmm. I was like, you were in fifth grade. We were in first grade. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. And then she like hashtagged it with, I was in fifth grade. And I wanted nothing more than to fucking be like, bitch, you're wrong. You were right. not in fifth grade. But I didn't because it was like a fucking paragraph long of how sad it was and shit. Yeah. But um, anyway, dumb fucking people. Yeah, Can't remember people. shit, right? It happened. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone has a great memory, man. Um, I saw this thing because you mentioned the other day how you don't like headphones. Uh, and I assume it's because, you know, you were in the military or whatever, and we'll get in that eventually. But I saw a thing on Facebook where you can, like, some of the fucking head earplugs they use, like, could damage your ears. And if you're losing hearing, you could join this lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm losing my hearing in my right ear. Like, so a couple of years, I'm going to need some hearing aids and shit. Because I already got tendonitis in the ear. <clears throat> and um, oh, when I was talking about the headphones, I was just talking about, like, the headphones in here. Like, I'm sitting here with y'all. I don't want to be just, like, be weird just sitting in here with, right. with headphones. That's what. Like, I wear headphones all the time. So, like at work and stuff, so that's all what I meant okay. by that. I was say that was not to have to wear <laughs> not to get to wear headphones. Um, another thing I want to bring up, I bring it up more with Brad Sorex because I'm recording this after that. Um, there's this podcast called Broken Record by Malcolm Gladwell, and it's fucking great if you're into music at all. Um, I've listened to like three episodes so far of it, <clears throat> in just random order. I need to just go back and f- complete them all. But he just talks to people in the music industry. A lot of them are like legendary people. Um, that are older, just like looking back on, like Rick Rubin's episode is the first one I listened to, mm-hmm. and it's fucking awesome. So anyway, I just highly recommend Broken Record. Uh, it's a cool podcast. All right, so real quick, uh, before we get to the whole music person interview, um, you're on because it's going to preview episode 10 of the music thing, which I think is a big deal. Um, it's going to come out two days after this, and uh, that's cool. I didn't think we'd make it that far, and I don't right. know if we can even <laughs> keep it up, you know. Uh, it's hard to get music and shit, but... Well, it's still been rolling in, though. It seems like it comes out of nowhere. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, I guess someone's like, hey, I saw your post on Twitter. Speaking of which, I need to post again, I guess. But uh, the music episode's been good. We get real drunk. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> basically, on the, on the episodes, and then get all crazy. And you were like, well, you could invite me on. I'll get deep on the podcast. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, well, then you're going to come on. So that's why you're here. So that happens two days from now. But you're on before then, uh, just as a preview to that. So we do randomly bring up your military thing. And so I'm just say we should just explain that of how you got to the military. Because right. I think it's an interesting story that I've never heard. But I've heard of it through your cousin. Yeah. <clears throat> 
well, how I got in the military was, um, well, I was in the OLAP program, and then, um, yeah, like, my too. life, like, I didn't make it my ninth grade year, so I was like, hey, this, this fucked off and stuff, didn't do anything, then did real good, but I didn't make it, so I didn't have a backup plan. But. So the OLAP program, for anyone that doesn't know, out of Oklahoma, it was like, as long as your parents were made under a certain amount of money, um, and then your grades were so good or whatever, then they would just pay for your tuition at any college in Oklahoma that you made it to. But not your fees. Learn that right. shit. <laughs> tuition. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's what you're discussing there. But that, then, um, so, um, like, all my family's been in the military, like, so, I like, the National Guard's like, hey, you get this much money for, uh, and we pay for your college and stuff, so, hey, that's what I wanted to do. I guess, and they said that ten thousand dollars for that bonus, but you don't get that ten thousand. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotta put the taxes and all that stuff in there. But um, it's crazy that they tax the money that the yeah. government gives you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty strange. crazy. So, so after I graduated um, high school, then I went straight to basic training and went to AIT. And during that time, um, you know, they got back from AIT. I came back uh, here, and um. And all during all this time, I like I was still selling drugs. I started selling drugs like in like junior high and stuff. And so it's still going on. Even like when I came back from AIT, then it like fake right back up. And during that time, so from coming back from AIT to being back here, got caught in a trafficking charge. <clears throat> and um because um, we were being watched by the Oakland Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. Had the light horse. And they had a whole big old investigation. It was pretty crazy. Um, <clears throat> it was like stuff on, like you see on the movies. Got videos. Got uh, everything recorded. It's like it was a big ordeal. And um, so I was set in jail for a month. Because at first my bond was like 100000 Then it went down to 50000 <clears throat> And getting bonded out and stuff. I seen my captain. He was um, in the military, but he's a sheriff. He's like, hey, man, I've been trying to get you out where you still want to be in because I was still in the service, but hey, I've been locked up in there still. Right. And I was like, yeah, I still want to be in there and stuff. <clears throat> so during going through court and everything, and um, where you're in the National Guard, you do an annual training two weeks in the, you go off for two weeks and do your annual, annual training. And um, so I was still doing, going through my court and stuff, facing like 20 to life, but they said, like, first what they first said, and I was out on bond and stuff. And um, so during the annual training, we were in California doing like some desert training. And then uh, they said, hey, we got a, got a red, red light. And go, okay, we got a yellow light and got a green light. So the green light meant, hey, we're going to Iraq. So during that time, so what the courts came up with, so hey, if I have a good tour in Iraq and everything, um, they'll just drop the case and like nothing happened. So, so before all that stuff, before I went over, we got like three months before we trained to go over. And ironically, we was going over as MPs. So I'm facing (laughs) these crazy charges. So now I have to go over and be a cop myself now. So that's pretty, it's kind of ironic right. to do that. But uh, <clears throat> for that three months, but I couldn't, so I, and they're felony charges, so I couldn't carry a weapon or nothing. So um, 
our major. He was a lawyer and stuff, so get me cleared to get a weapon. So I was like, well, he's, well you got to have a weapon. You can't just go over without a weapon. Right. So <laughs> during that training, so I was the only one without a weapon for a minute. It's like, man, I got to have a weapon. But um, <laughs> I got all that cleared. Uh, I went over and um, actually you had a good tour. I got like a got an ARCOM. I got like a little Soldier of a Month award over there. So uh, all right, yeah, I was like, I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> and got the little stuff and did um, got the came came back and I got that cleared. So <clears throat> that was like a like a blessing in disguise right there. Got that all cleared out. Right and here now <laughs> hell yeah that's dope and i always say you're you went to afghanistan but it's iraq because i just yeah. fuck up because uh, one of my friends from high school that i brought up on here before named jonathan he went to afghanistan i for yeah. whatever reason thought y'all both went there and i just got a twist in my head but you went to iraq so i'll try yeah, to like remember the that. oklahoma <laughs> unit there's like a whole bunch of we got tasked out to different places because it was a big old movement when it happened <clears throat> Yeah, I know, like, we had a, a few friends uh, in the fraternity that were in the National Guard yeah. that had to go over there and stuff. So uh, it was a whole thing. All right, one last thing, uh, maybe two things, but at least one. We'll see how much time. I put us a time limit on here. Eventually, the next part will kick in. So uh, at the very end of this episode, we're going to play a song called Bad Trip. So have you ever had any bad trips? No, man. Um, like I was saying, like, I didn't, haven't had bad trips. It's like... Man, you see things, it's like, it's just your mind, you're just like, hey, you know it's, that's not real, you know you're tripping, so hey, it's not real, just your mind, just hey, you just gotta pretty much ride it out, and you just gotta like, was this, this chick told me the first time I ever did anything, so hey, do the drug, don't let the drug do you, hey, and that stuck with me, it's like, hey, you're, it's just a drug, like, hey, you're just tripping, that's all it is, right. it's not real, Yeah, it's okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Sturex uh, later will talk about things. I think he divides up on su- certain substances, you know, are yeah. a little crazier than others or whatever. Yeah, some things um, are crazier than others. Yeah, I would say in general, probably never had too many bad experiences. If, if anything, it's always just having to deal with dumb people. Yeah. Like, it's always other people. It's never yeah. never me. Yeah, you gotta get to bring them back in. Like, oh, come on now. Let me go control you. Like, hey, you gotta be a leader of this. <laughs> I'm the leader of the day trip. <laughs> But also back in the day, uh, like they would give us shit. They would call ecstasy, but who knows what it was? Yeah, it's mixed up with all kinds of stuff. It was a dangerous world. Dangerous world. Uh, Last time I did that was the night I kissed my wife. (laughs) I was like, all right, I got to quit. Right. I quit all this shit. So she was a good uh, influence, I guess you would say. That's Um, good. And then any other more any other deep thoughts you need to get out there? I don't know, man. Um, my deep thoughts. I, I think um, maybe we were talking about your music and stuff. Cause yeah, I think when you got started talking about your deep stuff, when you started rapping about it and you put it out there, I was like, wow, okay. It's like some good coping, like and like I feel like I've been holding on to a lot of stuff and like. Hey, I can let me put let me put some of my stuff out there too. Hey, you took a step and put your stuff out there. Let me take a step and put my stuff out there. And lighten the load. It feels like like a relief off my chest. Right, pretty well, pretty good. I think for me, a lot of it really is. Uh, but not even trying to be funny about it is a lot of times. I think if I complain about something out loud or you know bitch about whatever you want to yeah. word it, um, I lonely am like so stupid. Like, even to myself, yeah. right? So even just doing that, you're like, oh, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> so, because uh, I'm just kind of haterish. Like, I understand people are all about being positive, but yeah. it is just in my nature. I, like, 
hating and making fun of shit just comes naturally. Hey, yo, it does do that. It's fun to do that too. <laughs> right. He goes, we go both ways. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever works really. Um, also tonight, there's a Oklahoma city thunder game. Uh, I mean, this episode will come out for a way long time, but I'm really hoping that it goes well. Uh, fucking right. fingers crossed. It has not went well so far. <laughs> so, um, Sad, sad fucking time in Oklahoma. Well, I'm not a big basketball fan like that, but it's Oklahoma. I want to win, though. Shoot, I'm right. That's all fan. we got. That's all we got. Uh, I, I just, I want to like football. I just don't anymore. And basketball's cool, but really, all I fuck with is making beats. Right. That's my yeah. new fucking I know, man. <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm really, really ready to just get this shit done. Um, honestly, spending the money on a beat store is going to be kind of like a taxing thing right like fuck i hope i can sell enough to make that money back i don't and i don't think i will for probably quite a while if i had a guess so like it's like an investment right so it's gonna be a whole whole thing i'm gonna have to cut something else out (laughs) of my life i guess uh, to pay for it like no more i can't get rid of netflix shit I, i like too many things to pay money for um all right, man. Well, I guess that's cool. Just feel like we need a little intro, you know, before we get to these artists' interviews and shit. So, right. Um, anyway, check out the music episode two days from now if you're not going to already or you had any doubts. Um, it's like two hours long. It's pretty good. You've heard it. Do you think it's pretty pretty decent? It's amazing. <laughs> it got wild. It did. Skinny has a new catchphrase of "Hey, hey, hey." Hey, <laughs> you got yeah. I was in my beat. emotions and the spirits got in me and it came out. <laughs> he just says hey a lot. Um, so anyway, peace, man. Peace. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail dot com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we're back, and what I'm going to do now is we're going to do our second artist interview. Eventually, I'll just do so many. I won't have to keep telling you which number it is, but I feel like it's fun for now. Uh, I'm going to call a dude from, I believe he's from Pittsburgh. Uh, I call him Brad Sturex. He might just want to go by Brad. We'll see. And uh, he he raps, and he's just become an internet friend of mine, so I felt like he needs to be on the podcast. So let's give him a call. What up? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So I hope I got some stuff right. I went with you're from Pittsburgh. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. And then you want to go by Bradster X or just Brad or just Bradster? Uh, I mean, you you know, you could call me Brad. Um, I, you know, I don't even really like my name, Bradster X. It oh. just kind of stuck stuck with me from whenever I was like 11 doing this. Right. And, you know, whenever I started again, I'm like, well... I guess I'll uh, just keep the name that everybody knows me by, and yeah, so. Well, I mean, I think it works well. Uh, it's at least original. It's easy to find on places. Yeah, there's no other. There's Bradsters. I have found some Bradsters right. doing Google searches. Uh, if you look Bradster up on Reddit, there's some guy on a gay Snapchat. It's not me. He's from London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I checked. You're you're the gay one on Snapchat from America. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference um 
So yeah, you've been on the music podcast. I assume everyone who listens to this podcast also listens to the music ones, but I really don't know. Um, so if anyone's unaware, uh, you've been on a few of the music podcasts, uh, and you made what I called like weird rap music. It surely is. At least the at first stuff I've heard. I've heard other stuff now that's not all like that. But your first impression was like, oh, this dude makes some weird shit. Yeah, I remember the first comment you said on my song. That's what stuck with me. It was funny. Was uh, It was for Stay the Night. And you're like, it was kind of funny, but I don't know if I should take it that way because he's talking about being molested. And, you know, and that's kind of what we were going for was like going on that line of, of right. humorous and... And still keeping it dark and right, you it's, know, uh, but, like, like makes you feel uncomfortable sometimes. Right, yeah, like uh, like a good horror movie would, you know. Right, uh, and so through the music stuff, I've you know, of course, listened to all kinds of random music, but mainly all I listen to now is people from uh, the music podcast that that we have. Uh, but like, what are some of your influences that made you want to rap in those genres? Um, you know, I'd say growing up. Uh, like the very first CD I bought, the first song I memorized really was uh, Notorious Thugs from, uh, you know, Biggie and Bone. Right. Um, from there, you know, Eminem was coming up around that time. Slim Shady LP like took over like my my eighth grade life. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're the ag- exact know. same age, which I think makes it easier for you to like the podcast or whatever. <laughs> it's like it all makes yeah, sense. It- we're the same age. We went through the same shit. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we have a lot in common. That's what uh, had me listening. And I think, you know, the more people that listen, you know, everybody on there has like a slightly different personality and everything. And you know, what you guys are doing is great. Like, not only the music stuff, but the, uh, you know, just the regular podcast. Right. And and you mentioned Eminem. So like me as a white kid who loved rap music, uh, I always like didn't want to like Eminem. Yeah, me, yeah. For whatever, like, it, I, I didn't want to be that kid, so I'd be like, yeah, but Jay-Z's better. And then Renegade happened, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, okay, Eminem's way better, but... It, it's definitely a stigma, you know, like, you know, that's the first thing that always comes up is like, oh, you like Eminem, you have to like Eminem, you right. know, you're a white kid And rapping. even now, I qualify, like, out the ass when I talk to someone. I'm like, actually, Lil Wayne's probably my most listened to artist just because of when I grew up and how he was putting out mixtapes when I got my license and drove her, like, just right. due to timing, I listen to so much Lil Wayne. But yeah, if you're gonna say who's the best writer ever, in my opinion, that was super successful, I always say Eminem. But like, I have to qualify it like that. I can't just be like Eminem's really good. And one of my right. best I, friends in college is a black dude that just loved Eminem, and he hated the fact I wouldn't also just love Eminem with him. <laughs> Which now I do. Like in hindsight, I listen to all of his shit all the time. I mean, I didn't really like the Eminem show. Uh, I mean, there's a couple albums here and there. They're like aren't my shit, but I'm still like, oh yeah, okay. he's so good. He's so good. Um, that, that's when it started falling off for me. It was around the Eminem show, but you know, it 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 started picking up now. I like the uh, the new one, right? I like his uh, uh, Kamikaze. I agree. I agree. I know some people are all against it, but some people also think Cardi B's good at rapping, and right, you know, just how the world is. Uh, yeah, that whole that whole side of the the thing, I you know, the the trap side. Um, I I don't fully understand it because a lot of it is just people rapping about money and shit that they don't have. And it, it just kind of comes off as foolish. And I get that I make songs like necrophiliac and I'm not fucking dead bodies and that's not real either, but they're trying to pass it off as real. And right. that's the difference. You know, it's just, it's foolish. 
Right, I agree. I mean, I've always I always enjoy like the trap southern music. Being in Oklahoma, we feel like we're part of the dirty south, even though I don't think we're ever technically on their little maps. Um, so like I get something about it. There is something about the swagger of a person where you're like, it's alluring, but it's gone too far to where like literally people are saying nothing on a song. Yeah. And so like it went like outcast is, I guess the pinnacle of great trap music, quote unquote, because Andre 3000 and big boy were still saying some shit, but it was like all these banging ass beats. And now it's like, okay, well trap music's got the best beats and now we're just going to mumble over it or whatever. It's just lost everything to me. So like, I personally, like, I uh, I don't know, people, again, listen to my parts on the music episodes, but I played one where, like, I was basically imitating Lil Wayne and doing, like, a trap thing, right? But that's not really my style, but I enjoy it. Like, I like it and shit. But, yeah, it's definitely gone too far to where I don't, I can't listen to most, most things these days, it seems like. Uh, just most yeah, music like- I come across. I might have sounded a little overly negative. I do like trap music. It's just it's taken over to the point of everything has trap hats and everything has like a same thing with chain smoker type breakdowns. Right. Um, I don't, that's kind of what I call. It. I don't know what else to call them, but it's just like where the hook is just kind of the beat, you know, well, and it. And for me, yeah. uh, making beats lately, uh, I mean, I've, I don't made 10 beats this week. So, like, I did pretty good. And I've just noticed uh, you fall into easy patterns, and it's so easy to make those, like, place the snares where the snares are always at in trap songs. Where it's right. like, do, do, ch-. Like, I don't know. It's just always the same. I've noticed, like, in my last 20 beats, I'm like, fuck, a lot of my drums are starting to sound similar, and I need to get out of that. But it's just because everything you hear all sounds like that. So it's, like, hard for it not to influence you. And, and as you know, as someone that's like pretty much digging through beats all day, like throughout throughout my day, you know, I hear a lot of the same type of loops, and I'm sure the some people are grabbing the same loops from the same sources. Right. That's why I try and, to you know, avoid loops if I and samples and all that stuff because I at least try to make my own melodies and then right. you know, figure out the drums after that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good once you start releasing them, man. They're good from what I heard. Uh, yeah, and on that, I, like I said, I'm at 80 uh, for anyone that's curious at this exact moment. Uh, what I do is I make 10, and then I go back and try to mix those better, and then I like, quote-unquote save them. And then when I get the 50 done, I'll go back and make videos. Um, my problem right now is I think too many of them are good. You know, I had like 34 of my first 50 I claimed were good, but now I'm probably like 28 of the 30 or I'm calling good. So I need to make some more shitty ones. And I've even tried to. I keep starting with weird fucking loops that I'm like, all right, I'll make this weird-ass melody that I could never possibly make work, and then I'll obsess over it all day until I'm like, all right, that kind of works. Like, I sent you one the other day of this weird guitar sample loop that I've chopped up, and I was like, I'm right. going to make this work. And it sounds so stupid, but it kind of works. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, it's odd, but it's it's not like it's bad. It's just, it's different. Right. You know? But it is the most fun thing. Uh, I know... Later today, uh, Skinny's going to come over probably, and we're going to go through some of these beats. He's my go-to of when I get done, I go, all right, is this good enough, or do I put this in the it's not good enough folder? And I just take <laughs> his first instinct. It's good to have some like you, you, someone to give you good feedback right? And, and not just be a yes man, you know, and... Well, and he always feels bad when he says, like, they're bad. He's like, man, it's not that it's bad. It's just compared to that. I'm like, no, dude, I just need it. It's bad. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need you to sugarcoat it for me. Like, let's right. just go. Uh, so 
I'm sure every time you're on, we won't just talk about music, but I feel like for the first time, that's how I met you, so we got to at least cover it. Um, you mentioned something to me when I had talked to you of you started music pretty early in your life, yes, like way earlier than most people I know of. So how did all that happen? Um, I was around, I was, uh, yeah, like 11 or 12. I used to buy CD singles. Um, people really don't know probably what they are now, but it used to just be one song, maybe two songs in the instrumental. Right. And I used to have uh, one boombox with one cassette, another boombox with another cassette, have them recording while the instrumental was playing on the uh, bigger stereo because I didn't have like a corded mic or anything, you know, so it was it sounded like shit. It was shit. But, you know, that's what kind of got me started. I made a little tape and sold it in school. And I mainly uh, I think sold any because I was naming names of people in class and it was just kind of a fun thing to do in school, you know? Right. Um, but, but then around 2008 or so I started putting stuff up on SoundClick. Uh, yeah, that's you know, the which is, OG spot. Yeah. And, and you don't see many people even like mention it anymore or know about it, but it still exists. The site just yeah. got an update. It, it's still a shitty site. It's not I mean, that great. As but, I would say, right before even I was making beats, I would go to SoundClick to look for beats because people were still uploading them there, and there, a lot yeah. of times they were free to download with some tags, you know. Yep. So they're still yeah. it's still uh, prime time. I still see this a lot of the same people. Yeah, um, I, from back then. I remember I lived on the forums in like 2007, maybe or so, of just always on the forums trying to collab with people. Uh, it's like yeah, some that of my was best, around my time. Best memories. Yep. Uh, I remember they had this one thing. I don't know why it sticks me so much, but it will. There was like the top eight songs on the website, right? Like not by the official charts, but like by the forums. So like there'd be like these eight songs and then you could challenge one. And then like you would put your song up against it. And then they would have like another forum post for a week where people would come and vote on it. And that if you beat them, then you were like one of the top eight. And that's basically this ongoing thing they had. And I just thought this one dude sucked. He sounded like a big pun knockoff. Like none of it gets big pun, but it would just sound so old for like 2007, you know? Right. So like I recruited all these other dudes on there. We made a collab song called Badass Rapper that got enough votes that we beat him. And I was just so fucking proud of myself. That was like uh, the pinnacle. <laughs> that, of my that, sound that sounds career. like a cool concept for a website, right? It was. I mean, they could have spun it off for sure, but SoundClick was definitely, definitely where it was at back in the day. I still, I still have my old SoundClick up, uh, mainly because I can't delete it. <laughs> I, right. I don't really. It's just up there for the world. Uh, but that was actually that's the very last song I did on there. It's called Talk Talk, and it's shit. But that was the last song I did before I got all caught up in drugs, and and that was like probably. 2009 maybe or well when it got real bad was probably around 2009 2010 and uh you know that's where some of the songs that are on on the uh spotify playlist that people should be listening to they should from the uh a to the mo podcast i got a song on there falling down that's it's about that about addiction and such um you know that that's kind of what ruined uh music for me for a good fucking Six, seven, eight years there. I, I, you know, I don't even know at this point, but I started back up in 2017, and you know, it's it's full steam ahead at this point. Right, and I something that's weird is like I've gotten pretty uh, friendly with like you and Strong Maurice out of like all the people on the internet um, that I've been talking to on the music. So I probably talked to you two the most, and all three of us used to make music, and then took like a five or six year break, and then all of us started back again at like 
2017-18 time frame. And I just think it's and interesting. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are I, the odds? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, Strong Maurice, shout out to him because he's dope as fuck. I know. I, it, every- it drives me nuts when he acts like he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I told him one day, like, uh, sell fucking beats, dude. You're, like, amazing at this. He's like, I don't know if anyone would buy them. I'm like, dude, I'm not even really that good, but I'm going to try. Like, it's crazy. You haven't even thought about this. So, again, someday I'm going to try to get him on this uh, as, like, an interview, but we got to figure out the whole time thing. It's going to be a bonkers. Where's why? Where's he from? Australia. Oh, okay. Really? Yes. I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to have to figure out. I know it's a 16 and a half hour time difference, so I know I could. You know, I'm decent enough at math, but it's like for him to be like, all right, I'm free here. And then I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me see what time that is here. (laughs) So, uh, but I want to because we're working on an EP. So I feel like we got to have him on here or whatever. I heard that sneak peek. That's that's delightful. That was a delightful track. I know it's so cool. I, I don't like I, said, I don't listen to EDM personally, but people are like, man, it's like Flume, and I'm like, I don't know who that is, but apparently he's real good. So that's yeah, be definitely good. A, definitely a lot like Flume. Uh, there's a couple songs. The Brick Hardy put out Paper Light. I think the other yeah, one was Paper called. Dope. Um, like the, a lot of it seems like there's a lot of Flume influence, but he also has a lot of originality. So it's 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 not overtaking, right? So hopefully uh, we get that going. And then I guess the only thing I need to bring up real quick is we have a whole music episode coming out two days from now after this episode's coming out. So that's like April 26th, I think, is going to be the next music episode. So everyone go check that out. We're going to have Arawati song we played last week, and then we'll have a new Strong Marie song, and then one of your songs. So, you know, all the favorites. It's way better longer it's two hours it's like an hour and 56 minutes something like that and i'm in i wake and bake to all your podcasts every every (laughs) time they're uploaded Uh, like oh good shit and so the music episode 10 we just we try to get as drunk as episode 9 succeeded and (laughs) uh we i had like two or three more songs than normal so it's just longer uh nice you know it it definitely follows a typical path kurt this is real excited at the beginning by the end he's itchy to leave uh get out of here that's why he talks less <laughs> uh you not know, gonna lie the music episodes are what drew me to the podcast to begin with and i'm not much of a podcast guy so like i was kind of listening you know half-assed at first but then i just grew to like it right it, it, it is a, it, and i'm not a podcast guy like i joe rogan and bill burr podcast is about as far as i go Right. You know, I I don't get too deep in it, you know. And Joe Rogan's great. And I tell people all the time, like, I guess I'm trying to be like a weird amateur hip hop version of Bill Simmons. Uh, Like Bill Simmons, of course, is older and he's like a professional writer before he did this and had way more credentials and stuff. Uh, But he kind of talks about pop culture, sports, whatever, you know, whatever he fucking wants to basically. Right. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do. And then I have these co-hosts on. I feel like, uh, you know, I want people that want to be on. I hate having to ask people to like, please come over and do this. And then they just sit there. So I feel like with people calling in, that's going to help. Uh, you know, I just want people that want to come on and talk about shit. And I'm real excited about having artists. Like I know Arawadis has hit me up since then of like, he thought it was just cool to be on an interview. And I'm sure, you know, you said, you know, this will be your first one. I think for most people it will be because it's my how- first uh, podcast, my first Skype call. Never used Skype before. This is new. There you go. So, oh, yeah, you just got married. I was about to make an inappropriate joke. Uh, yeah, uh, just don't. Uh, fuck her. She knows. <laughs> she knows what's up. She knows yeah. the deal. 
go down there and give her the dick. She's right down below me, probably listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always weird. My wife's not here at the moment, so I can say all kinds of ridiculous shit. But uh, whenever she is in the other room and I'm like talking about something, or I'm like, God damn it, she's gonna know. And then I come out of the room <laughs> and she's like, So I hear you said this. I'm like, I'm just fucking around. Like, yeah, you know, I've heard more than once on the podcast. Yeah, my wife don't listen to this. So. Yeah, she doesn't technically. She just can hear me recording if she's in the house uh, <laughs> in like the next room because we live in an old right. fucking 1920s house or some shit. Um, Caught red-handed. And then you had another story. I didn't know if you wanted to bring it up of the stilling producer. And again, as someone who's about to be in the selling beats game, seems like a good story to hear. But I don't know if you want to bring it out in the if you have evidence yet i know that was what we were i um i all right so it kind of begins i'm not going to name names yet because i'm still gathering the evidence and there's there's still things that he could be remaking the beats and and you know that's a whole other thing but uh there's a guy and i've seen other producers do the same thing where they upload beats on YouTube, on SoundCloud, and they're not their beats, and they're crediting themselves. Right. And, you know, there's just, there's nothing worse than that. Um, given it was my mistake, whenever I went through this guy, I used Western Union. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, posting a clip of this so the motherfucker will know who I'm talking about. I used Western Union. I sent him uh, 40, 50 bucks, whatever it was, for the three beats. And I fucking used Google Assistant to listen to one of the beats after I saw a comment say that you stole this from RP Beats. All right, which I've used numerous times on, on various songs. All right, so no wonder I like the beat. Right. I shazammed it. Ended up being a, uh, you know, I can't think of the name. Two Spanish songs from around 2015. Same exact beat. It, it was... If it's not the exact beat, it's because they changed it and, and morphed it just a little bit, put some phaser on or something. But it's the same fucking thing. Right. And, you know, I just I haven't gathered enough evidence to, to drop his name yet. But it's definitely I, I definitely feel it happening. Motherfucker still owes me a beat. Fuck out of here, guy. Yeah. And honestly, I have a friend uh, who I'm going to try to have on. Like, I know him through a person. He makes beats. I've shown Oklahoma Hitmaker on Twitter. And he's always, he puts a lot of tags in his beats. Like, a lot. Like, every two to four bars, there's a tag, right? And yeah. I'm always like, man, that's too much. Because me, is when I rapped, I would be like, fuck that. I don't even want to, I'm not even going to listen yeah, to that beat, fuck, you know, if there's too many. It fucks many. your flow up. Right. It, it just, it, it fucks you all up. You're, you're, you can't really flow over it. I, I could see it before the hook. If you're going to put them in the middle um, they kind of use it as a riser in place of a riser sometimes for the hook or whatever. Right. A lot of people but, put it right at the uh, like right before the drop. I don't, but a lot of people do that. I notice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it beginning it, and end. If uh, uh, that's all you need. You that's know? what I do. Right. I do it at the beginning and the end, and I really do it. Um, and again, I'm not talking shit on my friend. Like he makes money doing this, so I know why he does it. Right. It works for right. him. Um, but like my thought is like, well, if some poor bastard in college. Wants to rap on my song, he fucking rips off YouTube or whatever. At least, as long as they keep my tags beginning and the end, I'm not going to get too pissed about it. Because uh, I'm nothing tags at the moment. Credit. You know? <laughs> when I first was starting again in 2017, I was just kind of, you know, stealing whatever beats. I wasn't really thinking much about it. I always credited them. You know, I'd always credit them, but it was never, I wasn't making any money either. I was just throwing them up, you know? But right. 
Exactly. And I never made money on any of my songs that I didn't own the beat to. Like, I just never have. That's why I started making beats so I could own it and put it on Spotify. Uh, and I have seen one guy put uh, something to one of my beats on YouTube. And it wasn't very good. But you could top in Eight of the Mo Makes Beats on YouTube. And once you get past my beats that I've uploaded, you know, a guy's spit on mine that was on. Uh, I go to a website called hipstrumentals.net or .com. They take you to separate places, but they're like the same website. Uh, and you can upload beats there, and people vote on them. And if you're like in the top 30 of the month, you make their best of CD mixtape for that month. So a guy got my beat off that, which I thought was awesome because I got a lot of beats that way back in the day. Like I would wait for right. that best of uh, mixtape to drop, and I would download it, and I would find beats. And I, I mean, that's what Resin Hits was made on was all beats like that. So I was, I'm fine with that personally, but I really do hope I can sell some beats. You know, I might be fucking up and someone might steal all my shit or people are so good. They could just hear my beat and be like, Oh, I'll just go remake that. And that's, you know, that's, that's kind of what the issue is, I think. And, but, but the tags don't stop that. Exactly. So, I mean, and, but that'll stop people rapping over it, but it still won't stop people from still. So if people want to steal, they're going to steal. You know, but but whenever I hear tags throughout the beat, I just end up even if I love it, I end up skipping it right after like two times because there's only so many times I can hear your tag. It just drives me nuts. I agree. There was this one beat I probably saw it on my computer somewhere, and it sampled uh, fucking that one really famous No Doubt song, like the one they blew up on, and it just was so cool. And I was like, fuck, I love this beat. But there was a tag like. It's like every two and a half bars would say the producer's name. And I was like, I could never even try to do anything on this. And they couldn't even clear that sample. So like, what are they fucking trying to save it for? So I thought that was always weird. (laughs) No doubt. I haven't thought about no doubt in a while. Yeah, dude. Gwen Stefani hasn't aged. If you go look at an old fucking picture, Gwen Stefani in a picture now, it's crazy. Her and Madonna. Yeah. Madonna really hasn't aged either. She she has musically, and like you could, see, but she still looks young. I don't know what it is. Oh, and that kind, that kind of reminded me. Uh, if I, I'm gonna, pro- I plan on bringing it up with Skinny when he comes on this podcast because uh, we don't always have a whole lot to talk about. But I'll bring it up here and cut it if I do bring it up with him earlier in this. Is there's a podcast called Broken Record with Malcolm Gladwell, and the first episode he interviews Rick Rubin. And then, like, the second one, it was, like, uh, Niall Rogers, who's, like, you know, legendary disco producer. Um, yeah. And it's just, like, fucking fascinating, man, just hearing these old producers talking about the way they made music. And then there was this one episode with uh, – I, I don't like country music, but there was an episode with these three, uh, I think, songwriters called the Love Junkies or something. Like, I don't think they're an actual group. I think they're just a writing group. <laughs> and they wrote, uh, you know, songs for Taylor Swift and – Big and Rich and all these other country people, but they're just playing like an acoustic guitar and singing on the podcast, like in between their interviews. And there really is nothing better than that, probably. Like I can't sing, you know, so like that's not my shit. But if someone can just bust out an acoustic guitar and sing country music, like it just comes across so soulful that if you listen right. to that episode, you're like, fuck, they're so talented. Like it's music at its purest form, really. Like right. whenever you just, you can do that, you know, and. I'm not all with country either, but I respect the hell out of it. Just so you, I respect all the genres, really, because I mean, I I know what this is. It's not easy, and just just because it's not my shit doesn't mean it's not the shit. Right. Other people can like. The it. only thing that I I pretty much say about I can never quite get is just the super heavy metal because I never, I don't get when the bass is so distorted that you can't hear anything else. I'm like, what's the point? I don't. 
it just I don't no, see get whenever it personally whenever I was around sixteen, uh, you know that age, I I was all about the hip hop, but also fully into death metal, heavy metal. I was going to Cannibal Corpse, Six Feet Under shows, you know all that shit. Uh, typo Negative, Danzig. It, it was it was all the metal shows I could go to at that time. And then now I haven't been to a show in six years. Yeah, I just, for some about it, I don't quite get, especially when someone's like, oh, but here's the song played without any amplifiers or distortion, you know, on an acoustic <laughs> guitar. And it's like, beautiful. And it's right. like, why are you fucking it up with all the distortion to where it sounds like nothing? And then like a lot of the singers are just screaming and shit. And I'm like, I don't. I, I, don't. I totally get it. <laughs> uh, the only thing I would say is live. It is awesome to like beat the shit out of each other. Just a loud shit. Well, and that's another you thing. Know? See, I've never been like the, all right, let's throw on some boxing gloves and fuck around and punch each other. Like, that was it's, never it's me as a It's friendly, though. It's some uh, of the most friendly people you ever meet. They'll, they'll knock you out and help you back up and make sure you're see, all right and then knock you out again. And this isn't even just a white <laughs> thing. Like, I know a lot of people are probably out there thinking, I have black friends that are, you know, they're down to slap box or do whatever. Like, I can't do any of that without me getting pissed at somebody. Like, I wear glasses. I'm not down with South Box. I, I can't <laughs> see without my glasses. <laughs> right. So I just always get like, I know a lot of people are into it. You know, Fight Club was a movie, you know, about people yeah, having people- a fight club. So like some people, there's some about that they enjoy. I'm just like, fuck that. We're rather friends or we're not friends. There's not like we're friends that punch each other. It's craziness. But I get it's a thing. I know I'm not correct here. it's definitely it's definitely a young man's thing right. or or woman's thing i i i just at this age like i'm 31 i'm about to be 32 and out of shape as a motherfucker so there's no way i'm just gonna hop into a pit now but i'll be the guy standing in my back with my arms folded like fuck yeah you know yeah <laughs> staying out of the violence because you know i'm fragile right i'm gonna be up in the <laughs> the seats not in the standing area just enjoying the show right all right, man. The last thing I'm going to talk to you about before you get off here. In the future, by the way, we can have you on and tell us about wrestling because I know you're a big wrestling fan um, oh, or yeah. video games. Uh, I need more people to talk about video games around here because I think I made a decision last night that I'm going to platinum Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So there goes my next however long when I do play games. And um, yeah, so I need other people that play games in the world. But Platinums are time consuming, that's for sure. That they are. But I'm so close, you know, I'm like looking at it and I'm like, oh, I could do it. it. I could do it. Um, but you, we're going to play a song of yours called Bad Trip. I guess it's like a universal premiere, I believe. Uh, it could, yeah, yeah, actually it is. It's 26th. Yes, yes, it is. All right, no, well, the 26th will be uh, on the music episode. But if we play at the end of this one, that'll be the 24th. Hey, that works. There you go. Uh, Just so you get your dates right. Uh, So at the end of this, we're going to play a song by you called Bad Trip. And the reason I bring that up is because I was going to see if you had any bad trips you needed to to bring up. Because I'm going to ask Skinny the same question because he's going to be on the beginning of this podcast. So uh, I did. I I had a bad trip. Um, I forget what New Year's it was, but it was in my hometown of Millville. And, uh, you know... Long story short, I f- got told I was a Viking throughout the night. I don't I don't really remember being told I'm a Viking. I just remember trying to recruit others for Vikingry or whatever it would be. Um, 
a lot of cocaine, alcohol beforehand. I got handed, you know, what I guess was a hit of acid. I was really fucking drunk. Um, took it. I guess didn't feel anything. I remember 3 a.m. I went and took a piss. My piss started streaming rainbows. I'm like, oh, shit, I feel it now. Walked outside, locked myself out. Some of the houses looked the same. They were like mirror vision and ended up trying to go into the wrong house. Um, it was a not a good experience. Ended up in the hospital. Uh, I thought I was being abducted by aliens, like no shit. I woke up. There was just a light and two doctors. They were ripping off my uh, hoodie and... I legitimately thought they were aliens. I started ripping shit off me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I couldn't really see. Um, I didn't have my glasses on again. That's why I don't slap box either. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can't see. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it was a, it was an adventurous night, but you know, I've tripped a couple other times on acid. Wasn't a problem. I think the uh, cocaine and alcohol mix had a lot to do with that. Um, never really had a bad trip on mushrooms. I came close, but you could kind of pull yourself out easier, you know, on shrooms. Yeah, I always think that it's way more of a communal thing. It depends on what other people around you are feeling. That's my personal yeah. experience with mushrooms. Like if everyone else is having a shit time, and then you're going to have a shit time. But and if I, everyone is, actually, just get the fuck away from them. <laughs> that, that was the closest I ever had to a bad trip on shrooms was my friend was having a bad trip. And... He just was sitting in this recliner saying, the darkness, the darkness is taking me over. <laughs> and like, I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. But after 20 minutes of the darkness taking him over, I'm sitting there like, is it taking me over too? Yeah. Am I like, fuck, you know, and it, it just, I, I had to pull us both out, you know, but once he got out, it was good. But uh, psychedelics are very fun. You just need good vibes around you, you know, good people. Preferably somebody that's not tripping so they can kind of watch what you're doing. Right. Uh, the last time I did mushrooms, uh, I think I might have brought this up on the podcast. It was a long time ago. Uh, I, For whatever reason, at, at that time, I was drinking more alcohol. And so I was like, well, I could just blend it in with some water and do shots because <laughs> I hated eating them being all dry and shit. And so I thought that was a good idea. And I get like the first shot and that's like – that was the dumbest fucking idea I've ever had in my life. That was disgusting, and it didn't blend. There's just fucking floaty ass chunks of mushrooms in this water that I'm now fucking drinking. Like it was just so stupid. And then you know the way the mushrooms float, they didn't. Yeah, it just I, didn't work. As soon as, you, <laughs> as soon as you said water, I just thought of that. Like ah, uh, so I did skim it. Skim it off the top because I spent money on that shit. You know, so it's like right? I'm gonna eat oh, yeah. them. But it was so fucking It's all stupid. going down. I'm guzzling all that down now. Right. Shit. Uh, it is best. Now, I will say just a quick shout out to the one of my favorite TV shows is the show Entourage. And in like season five, I want to say the name of the episode's Joshua Tree, but I could be wrong. Uh, they, ha- they, they do a mushroom trip episode, and I think it's probably the most accurate uh, – to what someone, what it's like being on mushrooms that I think I've ever seen on a show or a movie. Cause a lot of times, you know, they make it like super crazy. Uh, so anyway, if anyone's interested, go check out Honorage. They go to the desert and eat shrooms at Joshua Tree. And it's like, oh yeah, that, that's about what it'd be like with me and my friends. I'm going to have to check that out. I've been hearing about Honor- Entourage for years and uh, it's weird. Never- 
it's weird now because I've been going back. I've watched each episode like a million times. It was the first show I learned how to download illegally, like torrents and stuff. And I downloaded the first right. two seasons. And then every friend I had, I made come over and watch them all with me. So like I've just seen them so many times. And it now in like the Me Too movement era, you know, being past that, there are some things where it's like, oh, yeah, they're objectifying women a whole bunch in this. That probably isn't, I guess, as cool as it was then. But overall, it's still a fun show, and it is like a male power fantasy. You know, it's like that idea of like, well, if I be got famous, I would want all my homies to come with me, you know, and have their back and all that shit. So, I think there's fun. a lot of shows like that. You know, if you watch Married with Children now, right. you know, different <laughs> different shows. It just uh, that wouldn't cut it these days. I think people are a little overly sensitive. We're getting a little too much. Yeah, I agree. And, maybe I'm just and, getting old. I, you know, maybe I'm, I don't know. And The Office is my all time favorite show. And you know, I watch it all the time. And I think all the time, like, no way this, this episode would play now, you know, if it came out now. But it's so great. So just see what happens. TV is an amazing thing. It is. I've watched way too much TV, definitely. But all right, man, I'm going to get off here because I know I'm going to have to edit this shit down so it's not too fucking long. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to have you on again uh, to talk about some other bullshit. Uh, just, I guess what my advice to you is open up a notepad app on your phone. And then if you ever have a, oh, that would be fun on the podcast, just jot down a note. Then once you have enough, let me know. We'll get you back on the podcast. Something. Hey, I can do that. Awesome. All right, man. Uh, well, again, we're going to play out this episode to your new song, Bad Trip. Is Coop on this one? Uh, he is not. Um and Productions by uh, next Ill time, Fortune. We'll get into that. You have like a a partner in your duo that we didn't touch on at all. So something to look forward to. Yeah, Brad Sturex and Coop. That's that's the main the main deal here. I just kind of got a side thing of just Brad Sturex, but Brad Sturex is one half of Brad Sturex and Coop. So I mean, there's another half to this whole deal. He's he's not here, but uh, I'll, I'll maybe we'll try to get him on too. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's get some coopage going on. Um, and who was the producer of this track, you say? Uh, Ill Fortune. All right. So anyway, just want to get all that information out there. And uh, thanks for being on, man. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been great. First time podcast. All right. Peace. <laughs> Later.
hours went by Seemed like minutes, no difference, feel like I will die Odd grimace on my face, visual designs The vibe, I'm out of place, slightly out of mind Multicolored shapes, monochromatic lines Wearing colored shades like a walking paradigm I'm fine, if anybody asks But I find it hard to start, even simple tasks The condition that I'm currently in, well this is bad I've tripped, but I think this stuff was in a different class Maybe I grabbed from a different bag Try to think back, but my brain's taking a different path Started drifting, shifting back Sick and thinking that I'm slipping past Any point of sanity I wish I had Reality, I'm missing bad Need to get a grip like a fitted At any minute, I'm switching back Bad trip Trip, 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 trip.